Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor. We try to give you some bonus episodes here. This one is, again, pulled from the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe there. This is Floor's Yours with Brian, Tony, and Timmy. They recorded this on Tuesday night. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. Impact we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Before we started, I was um, sort of getting into my gambling problems that I've apparently developed this so, so far in this NBA season. Um, when you work at a gambling company, you know, you got to bet all the time. <laughs> and we are we are sweating right now. Um, but welcome to floor. <laughs> come to floors yours. I'm gonna ignore that, Tony. Welcome to floors yours. Yeah, Van Lee, we're late. Um, we uh we had to make some adjustments on the fly. You could blame me. Uh, I'll, I'll be the quarterback. You could you know put it on me. We got to play better. Um, it's not that serious. But we're here now, and we have a lot to talk about. Um, also not really, but. There are no games Thursday, but there are games tonight as we're talking. There are games tomorrow. Timmy Bain is here. Tony is here. Sean will not be here. He said he was going to be doubtful. I think we could downgrade him to out unless he makes a Willis Reed sort of surprise appearance here. But mm. how are you fellas doing today? We have a lot to get into uh, around the NBA. First, first month of the season is over officially. We're a month in now. Yeah, it feels good, man. And the basketball has never been better as far as like, you know, Parity goes. They say the in-season tournament has fixed basketball. I don't know about that, but I know this is a good night tonight. Every night seems like there's a new thriller on. And, you know, for me, Thanksgiving is always good because the bar for Alanis, uh always happens. And, you know, the first Heyman mm-hmm. coach to ever win the women's, he let McEwen for Ole Miss win yesterday. So I'm going to see Arkansas tomorrow night. Pig Subi. I'll see what, the, what those boys do. And they lost their last game. Remember to support the program. Uh, click that link, the Home Depot link in the description because Home Depot is a sponsor of this program and you might want to And I was in Lauderdale last weekend and I got some dope stuff from Home Depot, like some, uh, no, everyone should know I'm a Christmas freak. So like, I got some like... Uh, oh, I got a tree. Seriously, I got a Christmas tree from Home Depot. Yeah, I, I got for my front yard. So shout out to Home Depot. Yeah, so shout out to them. They sponsored the program. Uh, use the link because Black Friday is here. Black Friday sales actually start in October now. So this has been going on for a while. Um, you know that if you work in retail. So uh, Black Friday is a monster and Home Depot is a part of that. So get anything you need there. Timmy said that he got his products. Tony said that he was looking at some stuff. I got a Christmas tree. Yeah, you got your lights. I got my Christmas tree. I'm going to get some lights. 
Uh, and Ben, shout out to Ben in the comments, says the Home Depot theme song is a banger. Low key, yeah, it is. Um, Van Lee says, which company you work at, bro? And I would say all of them. <laughs> Media mercenary over here is what I refer to myself as. So, gentlemen, we are going to start. We have what's real, what's not today. And basically, what we're going to do is first month of the NBA season is down. We're going to talk about some of the things that we saw. What do we buy into? What do we not buy into? And we're going to try to go as fast as we could because we actually want to hit a lot of ground here before uh, getting into the latter portion of the show. Uh, and for people watching with Miami Heat interest, your team will come along very soon. First, we're going to start off with. Let's do the Houston Rockets because actually Timmy wanted mm. to talk about this. So I'm going to throw this because, you know, we could do Boston, we could do Milwaukee, and we're going to because they play each other tomorrow. Um, but Timmy, uh, Houston, they got off to a pretty good start this season. Um, do you buy that they're a playoff team? We'll start there. No, I think they're a play-in team, but after being the worst team in the league two years straight, um, it, it matters, you know, to some people. Oh, no, it's playoff or bust. Um, people don't understand that progress, you know, is a slow progress. Even though 50 Cent said in the famous song, it was talking about him, progress is a slow process, so you need to appreciate the jump from 15 to maybe a 10 and 9. Like, I think people get too accustomed to, the, like, the, the big jumps that you can't appreciate the small jumps. Um, I, I always thought he was a good coach from his, his work on the sidelines with the Sixers. The biggest thing he did, which really might have caused Silas to get fired, was he was starting Bruno Fernando over of our friend Sengun for like like a month. Like Sengun is probably the best player on that team right now, and he has looked it. Um, so shout out to Emei for giving him the keys. Um, I appreciate the swagger and the the federal leadership that that those two light skinned boys did. You know, um, Van Van um, Van Vliet and Brooks. That that type of uh. Control has rained and killing green a bit. He still can't do nothing other than score, but it's raining him in a bit. Um, Jabari Barker, I, I said this program years ago, he may be the next Bosch. Um, he Jabari has taken Smith, a- I hope you meant not Jabari Parker. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jabari Smith. Um, he player. might actually be the one player suffering stats wise. That's why I traded him in my fancy league. But overall, I like what he does on the floor. He blocks shots, takes three, takes threes, hits threes. So the playoff team, no, but I think it's a success for Ime, um to get this team that basically had a disgusting, toxic culture to those boys, like, you know, going toe to toe with LeBron. And LeBron is, is bionic. Like, he's not a real, he's not a human being. Um, but it, it's good to see that because usually last year, those type of games, if LeBron went off, the Rockets would just fold. Or Jalen Green would just try to keep jacking shots. But, you know, they, 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 they compete. And I, I, I respect them for that. Let me throw a team at you, Tony. Your Orlando Magic, because you uh, you live down there, and uh, they just put it on the Toronto Raptors. Uh, one twenty six, one oh seven is the score. As I'm looking with ten seconds to go, uh, the Orlando Magic, a division rival for your Miami Heat, and a team that poses one of the league's best defenses so far. Are you buying them as a potential playoff team? Nice, you're on mute. You've been hanging around for too long. <laughs> I have. I really have. My camera quality is going to go next, boys. <laughs> Orlando uh, Magic, real or not, Tony? Uh, <laughs> play and real. I think very play and real. Honestly, you know, the fun thing about the Magic is if they can tr- make their offense track to be somewhere in the middle of the NBA, even slightly below average, 17th, 18th best offense in the league, 
with the second ranked defense, it can be a real problem for a lot of teams, but I'm just not quite seeing it right now. The good news for Orlando fans is I'm saying you're a playing team now. You have a great consolidation of assets. You know, you can go out and get a piece to mm. become an offensively versatile squad with those same core defensive guys. And all of a sudden, the Orlando Magic really, truly look like a six seed out in the East. They truly look like something else. But in the meantime, um, yeah, their defense, I buy 1000%. That's the one thing that you can't take away from anything that they do. But they just don't have shot finders. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. They don't have guys that can go get shots fine shots in the flow of their offense right now. They're 26th in field goals attempted, 27th in threes attempted. You know, the only thing they kind of get to really well is the free throw line. But unlike the Miami Heat, okay, it's not translating to good offense because they don't move the ball enough. So um, somebody said the Magic have a great balance of scoring everybody east. That's 100% true. I completely agree with that. Um, the problem is, is it's also just not fast enough. So it's slow. They don't rebound well enough. They don't create enough turnovers, even though their defense is super stout. At that pace, they can't. They don't win the math game. They just don't win enough math games. I and before we moved on, I just, I, I, I didn't mention that Jalen Suggs is such a great point of attack defender. I love, oh, I love Jalen. He's I one of my favorite players. He is one of my Timmy. You've known me for how long? He's one. Of, he's one of my type of dudes. He's one of my favorite players in the NBA. He 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 went for a block tonight on Pascal Siakam. Got called for what I thought was a bad foul call. Took the ball down on the other end. Got an and one. Hit the stanchion. Um, stuck his tongue out ridiculously for a while. Like, he's just a nut. Um, one of my favorite players uh, in the league becoming. Um, Timmy, do you think the Houston Rockets can speed up their pace at all? Do you think they can get them to buy in? I, I think with with, with, with San Gonzalez Mora, no. Yeah. But they need to. They need to. Yeah. I like Orlando uh, against a bunch of different teams that are in that lower tier of Eastern Conference teams. So that's progress. I do think they're a play-in team. But I thought that before the season. I liked their over, and it was like 36 and a half wins or something along those lines. Maybe 37 and a half, actually. Oh, when I looked. Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with Tony because I – I I love defense first basketball, but I just it's difficult for me to buy in on a Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns team um, that I'm gonna look up in May and be like, all right, they're they're still gonna be one of the final whatever teams left in the Western Conference. Uh, Tony, why could this team become one of the only teams? And when I say only, I mean one of the only teams in Minnesota Timberwolves history. Uh, to get to the playoffs because up until Jimmy Butler got there, they went to the playoffs only in Kevin Garnett teams <laughs> and they've been back since, but they've, they haven't won a first round series other than one year where Kevin Garnett got them to the Western conference finals. Why is this team? Yeah. Uh, the defense is the first and foremost, you know, they're an incredible rebounding squad. They get so many extra possessions on the offensive glass with those two bigs, uh, but it's their attack. Their offensive attack, they are so versatile in the ways that they can hit you. Carl Anthony Towns this year is a much more willing passer, uh, especially getting the ball in rotation. He's not just looking to score softly in these little post backaways. Now he's looking to find cutters and, and find open teammates. And he can also get you 20 at night, which is awesome. And those nights that Carl is not there, Nas Reed is home. Nas Reed has got two feet planted firmly on the ground, and that dude's looking to score. 
uh, and create. He offense, hasn't done so as it. much as I thought he would, though, Tony. They don't like, need him to. So they don't far. need him to. He, as he's, much. He's, 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 he's slowed down as Callis turned up. Callis has been averaging like 23 points in like the last seven games. So Callis turned mm-hmm. up a bit. Um, but it's just not sustainable to pay six guys all that money, you know, like so. Um, and that's yeah. where you'll get to the playoffs, and I think we can have a different conversation. It's- but for but for the first month, I think they've looked great. They're beating legit teams. They beat Denver yeah. already. They beat Denver and and Boston and Boston. Yeah, you you're know? fifth in you're fifth in blocks. You're fifteenth in steals, which is just fine enough. You're rebounding like incredible. And their field goal percentage is awesome. They're scoring the ball well. They create great shots for themselves. Too. It's awesome. You know, yeah. they're they're playing great ball. And when it isn't awesome, dude, you just give the ball to Anthony Edwards and get out of the way. So let's hit some of the Eastern Conference teams. And and continuity Van Lee, by the way. That's another thing yeah. that we, yeah. we can't. They've been together for a while. So that defensive state, they don't have to communicate as much to know what they're getting to. Let's um, hit the main the, other Eastern Conference. Jaden McGowan's yeah. is now out for three weeks, so we'll see. And I personally had them um, as one of the biggest reasons why that defense was so tight. So now with Jaden gone for three three weeks, can the key dogs on the Walker really hold, hold, hold firm? I don't think so. So you might see a dip. I don't trust them um, long term. I trust, Anthony, trust I trust Anthony yeah. Edwards, but, you know, we'll see about the rest. Um, let's hit the Eastern Conference hierarchy. Um, the Celtics and Bucks play tomorrow. There are some damning advanced numbers on the Milwaukee Bucks so far this year, particularly defensively. It's not all bad, but the numbers, the nerd numbers, love Boston so far. They're first in net rating. They are first in three-point attempts as well. Yes, sir. They, they get the most throws than last year, and they have less assists than last year. They dropped from about seventh, I think, like 18th in assists. Um, they're, they're running more ISOs, um, but I think it's to do with all that spacing they have. Um, they're going more one on one, but they are literally one one injury away from being a play in team. They know? are they are shooting the least amount of mid range jumpers in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. They're they're just bombing away from three. They have I think the second most makes, um, and I do think them they're not even like making three point percentage. Like they're, they're not even making a three-point shots at a ridiculously high clip. They're like 13th in the NBA right now. But yep. they look great so far, and they've gotten real wins, and they look like the best team in the NBA so far. So, Timmy, I'll throw this to you briefly because we have some other stuff to hit. Do you buy the Celtics being the best team in the NBA, or is this just some Celtics regular season bullshit? Um, while healthy, they probably are the best regular season team um, just because of, you know, you have the junkyard dogs of Drew and – um, Derek White, like that's murder to try to defend as against as a guard. Um, I've said time and time again, they are literally one injury away, be it Porzingis or Drew, away from falling apart. But if they hold firm, um, I think they'll they could probably win the regular season, maybe even finally get hit in the MVP. But we know what happens to Boston in the playoffs, you know. That's know. that's okay. So Tony, let me toss that to you. Why do you uh-huh. why do you think why could it be different? It's too early to say because they need to reinforce their depth if they're going to make a serious run at a title, I feel like. But I think they're yeah. legitimately good. They're the best team in the East right now, at least as it stands. But a lot can happen between now and then. But does anything about Boston give you cause for concern? Uh, besides depth? Because depth is a real problem. I mean, listen, if they can get guys off the bench to start giving more, 
they really need something from Brissett. They need something from Cornette. Um, I think Banton's career is probably about at the tail end. He's not getting another shot at another team. So he needs to figure out something. I'm sorry. I was high on him at one point. I was high on Banton, too. I actually kind of wanted him after Toronto. So. <laughs> you know, um, it's, one of the, it's one of those things that they have to figure that part of their, their roster out. Um, there's not too much room for consolidation. But outside of that, I will say this. My, my question to you, Tony, was where do you, who do you even use? Do you use Hoffa? Do you sacrifice your your vet? You got to, or... I think, right? Don't you? I mean, oh, that boy. if you're going to full sell on the Chris Tapp size, then you just you already, you already sold the soul by trading Marcus Smart. Now you're going to sell Al Hoffa? You wouldn't. Here's the thing. You wouldn't trade Tatum, Brown, White. Porzingis, White, or Derek White can't go. You're not trading any five of those guys, so and I, I, you don't have a ton of draft capital to play. And, and you're actually getting good play. This is going to sound so bad. I hate saying these words. You're getting good play out of Sam Hauser right now. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say the other white dude. No. Which one? That's a joke. Uh, so, Sam Hauser, I picked so, him up for a DFS stream at one point. You mean the Peyton Pritchard who's supposed to be the next six man of the year who, who has like <laughs> 0, 0, 0, 0, most games? That guy? He... There's a reason why the Celtics secured him with at the number that they did. Um, I'll tell you, sometimes sometimes depth can be overrated if he can stay healthy, obviously. But depth can be overrated because this team, the six or seven that they have, like there's guys that can step so up. I didn't realize Hoffman's contract but... is only ten million. That's not much consolidation at all. That's that's a that's an Emily player at most. No. They, they, score they, they are really right right they get hurt. To be to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. Is like four million. You know, they basically this is the roster. This is the you roster. can also their Boston's critical flaw is when you can get the ball behind them. Like if you can get the ball behind their defense, which is something Miami did really well against them last year, and they should be able to do really well again. You know, they, there's not too much they can do. What's Kristaps going to do? Close out for a block? You know, he's not that fast anymore. So let's hit Milwaukee because Boston plays them on Wednesday night. And I think Boston's going to win that game. They're undefeated at home. They're five and zero right now, and actually six and three on the road. Milwaukee was four and three on the road right now, but they were one and three until they got three straight wins against, I believe it was Washington, Charlotte, Toronto. So, um, their perimeter defense looks so bad. They suck. They suck. <laughs> They're like an uninspiring ten and four. Timmy, do you if 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 Milwaukee turns this around, what does that even look like? Malik Beasley is a corn, should not be oh, starting. <laughs> Crowder was providing some kind of uh deterrent, but he's out for like another two, three weeks with that tone. Two no, I saw two months on Yahoo. Two months. Two yeah. months. My God. Um Let me look at it. Bobby Potus has was looking like a six month candidate last year. Right now he's holding he's barely holding on. Um you basically you have know. to do the old Jason Kidd thing and just outscore the other team. Like, um, I I hope Adrian Griffin like changes it, but but Brooke is not good on defense if he's not dropping. Like if you're not playing a drop, I understand it's early in the season and implement your own system, but you can't expect Brooke Lopez to look how he's like you you that roster was built for Lopez to drop and for Yanis to do the for Giannis to do the, the help side thing. But other than that, it's looking pretty bad. Um, and there's another team where you really can't consolidate anything because you've, you burn all your draft picks. You um the, the next available roster contract is with Pat, Pat McConnell. Pat, he's at 9 million. 
what can what can Pat get you up? Do you do the trade, Bobby Borders, who is your really own only uh backup man between Giannis? I take Bobby Borders. Are making ninety million dollars by themselves. Listen, listen. If Bobby Portis is is to be traded, we know, we know, (laughs) we know, Brian. Um, I love Bobby Portis. Um, I I don't know where I'm struggling is. I don't know what Milwaukee looks like if they figure it out. I do think they will. But I also don't know what that means because it's figure just what out the defensive side of the ball, like right? Because it's just it's, the answer can't be just uh, they're third, they're third in scoring right now. Yeah, they won't be good though, right? Like figuring out defense is getting to what 14th in the league, decent, yeah, 16, 15, like the top half, probably 15, 15 and up. Um, they're gonna have to look for help for help there. Um, it's funny because this next team, we have two more teams to get to. The last one will be yeah. Miami. This next one is going to be Philadelphia. And Philadelphia is second in net rating right now in the NBA. Scariest team 9.1. in the league, in my opinion. Okay, so why is that? Because the, to me, I can be like, this is a Minnesota situation where it's like, call me in the spring and we'll talk because I've seen Maybe. this movie before. Why does Tyrese Maxey make this different? Because they're doing it with Joel being a willing passer. And now you're giving Tyrese not just a ball, which he he killed us. <laughs> he killed the Miami Heat in the half court the entire series. He's killing everyone in the half court right now. And now he's getting the ball uh, on the move uh, and in space because it's coming off of DHOs from Joel. And uh, it, what he generates for that offense and the space that he creates for Joel has led them to, I think, the best offense in the league right now. <laughs> Uh, and they're doing it on like 16th pace, not to mention they have a, a crazy good defense. I don't know how good it is. I forget if it's top 10 or not, but um, their defensive rating has been pretty fucking solid for a majority of the season. On top of that, they're getting to the free throw line at an incredible rate, mostly because Joel has to get tagged in space. They, you just got to grab that guy. Um, and, you know, they're doing all the things that show me that they're going to be a serious finals contender except for that thing where they show me that they have someone else to pick up the slack that's not in their starting lineup. Now, they might not need it. I don't know. Um, Tobias Harris plays deep into their bench, so maybe that's the answer. But right now they have five double-digit scores and then Nick Batum. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash Miami Heat. 
Lynette points out that they have a light schedule. Um, the Heat have a light schedule. Have had a light schedule so far. Let's not talk about it. Seven win streak, baby. Well, we're going to have to because that seven-game win streak was snapped and they recently overcome it. And we won't go long on this because we got to do other shit before the show ends. But Miami Heat, I mean, there's something we could all talk about. I, 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 I think Matt actually said the Heat are real and that shocked me. H3, he <laughs> said the Heat are real. I said, oh. Who said game? that? Matt. Matt. HB basketball, he said the Heat are real last week. I was shocked. Oh, I'm not. Um, I just he likes the Heat. He I just likes a... interacting with Heat fans more. Well, because you fucking people take the bait all the time. I don't, but I, I get it. <laughs> like this is why I tell I tell I tell you Heat fans, this is why people mess with y'all's because y'all keep taking the bait. Just stop responding to everything and people stop fucking with you. Like, come on. Um, but I think um, I think the team is clearly like we were talking before the season about them being deeper. I think they've proven that Josh Richardson hasn't even played that well yet. I think he will at some point. He kind of has to. His career depends on it. Um, we haven't seen it yet, but his career honestly depends on it. Right. Um, we can talk about, you know. The uh, the sort of what moves they got to make or whatever at a different time. But I think for now, I think you'd sign for this first month. If I give it to you back in whatever that was, now you probably, you know, order it differently and get off to a better than better start. And maybe you want Tyler hero healthy, but I think ultimately you would have signed for being in that sort of top four, top five in the Eastern conference at this point with Jimmy Butler now into it with bam, looking like a fringe MVP candidate, though he won't get the votes. We can get to that another time with Jaime Jaquez looking like he can make all rookie and with Duncan Robinson playing the best basketball of his career, which is like, to me, the sneaky, most important development. Hitting the, hitting the, the Smitty, hitting the Smitty to pass to a teammate who was a rookie for a dunk. Like, what is going on in Miami? What is really going on with the Whites? Culture. Um, Tony, Duncan <laughs> Robinson... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Duncan Robinson is uh, all of a sudden like a standard 15 point a game, couple rebound, couple of assists, can do something with the ball, won't yeah. kill you on defense all the time. Standard shooting guard. Is yeah, this real? I, I, I love his build on 2K. Uh, he's playing like every 2K shooting guard I've, I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's real. Uh, he's leveraging. You know, great space every single time out. And then when teams start to play him, like he got played the other day against Chicago, guess what he did? I'll go back to shooting the basketball. <laughs> Catch you 22. So what are you going to do uh, to guard that? I think that when Tyler Hero comes back, they they have a serious one-two punch now with those two guys that scores. Um, and everybody's a willing passer now on the team. Uh, show me one guy who you don't trust to make an extra pass on that roster now. Uh, so they're playing full read and react out there. The pace is slow. Uh, sometimes it's ugly. They don't do anything super athletic. I think they're like last in the league at blocks. <laughs> they're there, but they play sound, strong basketball. Man, they're they're also last in the league at fouling teams. Um, they play heads up defense. They make you work for every single bucket. It tires you out. They hit threes at a great percentage, even though they're not taking enough of them. Um, and they get to the line and just kill you kill you over the course of four quarters. Beautiful. It's be- it's beautiful. Watch my brand of basketball. One of the best teams in the NBA forcing turnovers so far. 
Yeah. Um, I think that's something that has to continue. Timmy, a uh, bigger development this season. Is it the immediate emergence of Jaime Jaquez or is it Bam taking another step? I, why, why are you making me choose? Why would you do this to me, Brian? <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Um, I okay. think I oh. think the the bomb one is it because it's it's insane. Like we we, we explore the document that he that every single season he gets better. It's well it's well documented, right? But I figured like last year was it's no way he could beat that. So he could he could up his scoring again. And it's like I don't know if it's Riley saying he needs an next scorer. But is it because Hazem was now made him the captain? Is it the headband? Do we check the headbands, BEDs? I don't know what it is. But Bam has shouldered the burden, and it looks like he isn't, he isn't hesitating. Um, and you and I spoke with this. Jaime, Jaime uh, as a rookie, being able to um, fill the bench like this is amazing. But we we expect this from four year four year rookies. Like we shouldn't be shot anymore. I will give you a couple of bam numbers here uh, before we go into the other portion of the show. Before we wrap up, uh, bam is shooting thirteen percent of his shots from sixteen feet out, mid range area, not including mm-hmm. three point line. He is shooting forty six percent on middies 16 to 24 feet last year he was 29 (laughs) percent from that same area he was actually 44 percent his second year in the league but he didn't shoot them nearly as much it was only like three percent of the time or something like that it was ridiculous um he like timmy said just goes up a level every year people are on Twitter saying he's a fringe, like he should be getting MVP discussions. And I would say to that two things. One, they're not going to give him the votes. So stop talking about it. And two, it's one month into the season. The key for me with this Heat team is how are they going to play against the teams that we project are good? Yeah. Because the numbers would tell you, and I'm not somebody who subscribed to all the numbers, but the numbers would tell me that they've beaten one good team so far the eye test would tell me that they've beaten one good team so far. And those will be two different teams because the numbers like the Hawks, the eye test likes the Lakers. And I would say, okay, regardless of those are their best two wins. I want to see them against Cleveland, Milwaukee again, um, this version of them, Boston again, the Knicks, Indiana, because that offense is ridiculous. And I want to see how they handle that. Like, see them against these teams moving forward now that they seem to figure some stuff out and are playing differently than they did uh, at the very early, early portion of the season. And um, I think when Tyler Hero gets back, whenever that is, it'll be interesting to see how he sort of falls into this mix and how that impacts him because there are some spots where they need his shot creation. Um, But we can get into at a different point, like, just the whole piece of this. The thing they need more than anything out there is uh, the playmaking. You know, his jump as a playmaker this year is the most valuable thing. that he's When he's willing to do it, I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been more willing this year than ever. So, yeah, so I, that's I, I think thing. this is something they need down the fourth quarter and they need a shot making in the fourth quarter, too, because he's just got the balls to answer back any shot uh, when they <laughs> when that team was going on a stretch. Uh, Chicago coming back into that game, I was like, "Damn, I missed Tyler." 
because he'd be the guy out there to try and kill that momentum. Let's get into Floor is Mine, uh, which is a segment where, we, one, we would have imaging right here. So just imagine it's here. Maybe we'll have that after Thanksgiving. Maybe not. Great music, too. You Great know, music. It'd be killer. You know, whatever. Right. Um, and then each of us pick a topic that stood out to us over the course of this past week. And we go for 60 seconds on it. I doubt we'll stick to the time. We should because we're coming up against uh, our imaginary clock here because we'd like to cap, uh, cap this. almost says something else at 35 minutes. So I'm going to go very quickly. And the thing that stood out to me the most was uh, Jimmy Butler talking about Nikola Jovic. Nikola Jovic is not on the heat right now. Nikola Jovic is in Sioux Falls, and he had a really good game recently. And Jimmy Butler went to see him play. I asked on Twitter, when was the last time Jimmy Butler's done that? And the best answer I got was Jimmy Butler flying Tyus Jones to see Trey Jones. And it was the Zion Williamson game at te- against Texas Tech at Madison Square Garden in 2018, a game that I covered. Not quite the same thing, though. And watching what Jimmy was saying about Nikola Jovic was interesting, saying that he's a huge Nico fan. Quote, I think he's going to help this organization well after I'm done here. And also, y'all stop playing Nico at the five. He's not a five. Found all that very interesting because <laughs> Jimmy doesn't go to G League games. Okay, he doesn't go to some NBA games, so he's not going to G League games like that. Him saying Nico's not a five, he's right. Nico's a four, maybe a three offensively to some degree. We'll see. He's not a one. He's not a one. He's not a one. He's he's going to be a three or a four, probably most likely a four. Um, Jimmy kind of knighted him there. That was interesting to me. And then, you know, Jimmy, when he says stuff, he usually be bullshitting. I felt like this was pretty genuine. So I'm just filing that away for future use. Tony, what you got? Uh, we talked about players that continue to get better every year and take steps. Uh, I'm going to show love today to Tyrese Halliburton, who every year I, I think I have a good handle on like what players can be and where they can go and scouting and all that bullshit. And I I'm realized, very upset that I spent five minutes researching Halliburton for Tony to make this thing. Oh, shit. Go on. Go on. Y'all could collab. Go on. I don't care. Uh, yeah. No, go Tony. We'll collab. Like we'll people always. This. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. This is crazy. Not being called a colonizer at this late, <laughs> this hour. Uh, so I, uh, I'm just gonna do the pull up shooting. All right, that's the big raise for me. So now you knew he could hit a pass off of a shot. You knew he could pull up. You knew he could shoot the ball. Um, you knew he could drive a lane, right? But now what's changing is he has another dynamic. Uh, weapon to add into his tool belt is pull-up shooting. He's shooting right now. I'm trying to get the um, the notepad, which is lost on my computer. There it is. Last year, he was shooting 41% from the mid-range and 40% as a pull-up shooter, which is really deadly. <laughs> that's, that's really, really good. Uh, he took that, went back into the lab, and came back with a 58% mid-range pull-up and a 52% three-point pull-up. 52% on half of his pull-up threes. That ball is going in. Um, what the hell do you do with that? How do you guard that? People ask, how is Tyrese Her- Halliburton getting 17 assists a night? It's because motherfuckers are dangerously scared of what he can do when he pulls that ball up and gets into his shooting pocket and he gets there fast and in a hurry. And if you play too hard in it, he goes downhill on you. Uh, and if you hedge that off, he's hitting the open corner. So uh, that team's offense is real. He's real. Timmy, we have two minutes. I won't even need that long. The Pistons suck. <laughs> yeah. That's but despite that, um, I love what Asa is doing still. And Sasa, I, I didn't really peep him in the draft, but Sasa is probably one of the bright spots. Um, 
I didn't foresee Stewart becoming an actual power forward with a jumper, but literally outside of Miami. that, like <laughs> perfect big next to Bam. Perfect beef big stew. Beef stew. Um. So yeah, like I I, I love Monty, love Silas, but that team sucks. Um. <laughs> K Cunningham is killing me. This person was trash. Um. I think you could build around Cade. They have they have something. It's a very small something. They um Cade. Kate, also Sasa Sa, and Stewart. So those four, that's their best four. Durant you don't too. think Durant's in there? No, I mean, I'm looking at the actual numbers, like play together. Oh, Durant wow. isn't like, so if we have to see Durant come back and maybe do something, or maybe you see what Bogian does with spacing. So that, those four, right. So you need to maybe add another shooter. And that's the problem. Maybe you, um, you need to take out Beef and put in Durant and put in Boogie, but those four, Sasa, Kate, also, and um, Stuart, they, someone's there. It hasn't played enough, but something is there. Um, but yeah, man, they suck. Get, I'm sorry. Get, re- get ready to end the show, Manny. Um, do you think the Pistons could use uh, Kyle Lowry? Go ahead and end the show, Manny. Go ahead, you can go ahead and do it. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's Better in leader. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.